Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, this is Hollywood Crime Scene Presents Christmas Movie Club. Yeah, we're doing a special feed drop for Christmas. Yeah, we're going to recap a really dumb bitch Christmas movie. We don't want to leave you empty-handed Christmas week while we're out of town. So we have a little special present for you. And if you don't like it, we'll we'll see you next week, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Don't be a kid who opens their gift and and is makes a pouty face. This year, we've decided to give to you a recap of the 1998 holiday film Jack Frost, starring Kelly Preston, (laughs) Michael Keaton, and a child actor who's very cute. He was in a lot of things during this period. I looked at his IMDb. Yeah, he was it. He was an it boy. He was an it child star, and he also is still working today. Oh, really? So that's really good for him. Anyway, Desi, this movie did not do well in the theaters when it came out. Really? It was a box office bomb. It currently holds a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> wow. Which honestly, I never I don't pay that that much attention to Rotten Tomatoes. But it gives you an idea. It gives you an idea about the haters. That's true. That's L- very true. Like there are some serious haters out there. And that's like a the combination of critics and viewers, yeah. right? Because they have two different scores, right? Right. And you know something's going to be like a banger when it has like a super high viewer score, but the critics hated it. Oh, yeah. Those are probably like most of my faves. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get into this movie. We open with Michael Keaton wailing on a harmonica. Mm. He... <laughs> Well, you know how I feel about this. <laughs> Michael Keaton plays a man named Jack Frost. That's his real name in the movie. Yeah. And he's the front man for the Jack Frost band. Which is like a white man blues band, like you would see in any bar USA. So you know exactly what these guys sound like. And they're all like middle-aged men in this band. And there just happens to be like a talent agent in the crowd who's like, these guys are amazing. This would never happen. (laughs) They're playing a blues version of Frosty the Snowman and people are losing their shit in the audience (laughs) over this. (laughs) I'm just like, what is happening? There's no agent looking at this band's Christmas gig like in a mall or wherever they are like some venue for christmas rocking out to frosty the snowman not even an original michael keaton is also really sweaty during this set like you said these guys are all middle-aged dads yeah and it's like what 
Who is this? Who is this band for? This is what they do. This they're is, a, like a gig band. They're a gig band. They play at their friend's wedding. They play at various local bars in this small town and like town festivals and stuff like that. They play at Shiverfest. Shiverfest, which, which we'll talk about later. There's also the other thing that it's like besides the harmonica, which I've discussed in depth, how I feel about that. They also have another thing I'm sort of not that fond of, and that's rock violin. Okay. What? (laughs) I did not hear a lick of violin in this Frosty the Snowman song. Where, why do they have a violinist? She, it was a girl, right? It was a girl. She seems like she's playing though at some point but you can't hear any violin but she's doing that you know when they play rock violin and they get they move a lot (laughs) yeah they get they they get down in their haunches like that (laughs) they squat kind of like didn't one of those violinists win america's got talent like 10 years ago i mean i wouldn't be surprised Do you know what i'm talking about no because i never watched she played like electric violin and she like and she did that thing like all modern like whenever they take violin to like a non-classical place, they the jerky movements when they're playing the violin, like they're really rocking out. The only good rock violin, in my opinion, is Rock Me Out, Mateus. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that because it fit. It fits the vibe of the song. It fits the vibe. No, and I and like. I guess there's like bluegrass, like a fiddle, but this was not bluegrassy. This was like white man blues. It's electric violin. I think that's what it is. Cause I don't mind bluegrass fiddle or whatever. Yeah. I think that can be cool, but this is like a genre of music. The Jack Frost band that I particularly am not into. I would leave <laughs> if this band started playing at a bar I was in. I, I, I couldn't even stand it. No, like I would, I'd stay for a Motley Crue cover band. There's lots of crappy bands I'd stick around for. This is not one of them. Yeah, and I I don't want people to think that we're music snobs. We've had to say this many times. We're not. Desi and I are just very particular. This is one genre I don't like, for sure. Yeah, it's why I could never get into the Black Keys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so this agent with some insane sideburns He's on his cell phone and he's like, we got to sign these guys. Listen to this Frosty. I've never heard it sung this way. (laughs) Then the next day we hear this rendition of Frosty the Snowman being played on the radio. And the DJ is like, these guys, these guys don't get a record deal. I'm going to jump off a building. What? world do these people live in <laughs> do you think these guys are getting a record deal they're acting like they found some 18 year old kids who do you are, know what I mean like, like a musical prodigy. this is like the epitome of a dad band where they just do this on the weekends <laughs> this is not like, like and I'm they sorry all, and that's not to say that Jack Frost doesn't have stage presence or that they can't play their instruments well and that they're no. and that they're not a good time for some people it's just not what would get signed. Like, I'm sorry. I don't even want to be ageist, but they're too old. It's the music industry. We didn't create we it. Didn't, yeah, I wish we were signing old people all the time. I'm sure there's lots of older people who I would sign over these guys. Right. These just are a dime a dozen. I'm sorry. Um, wow, we're really mean to a guy who's about to die. Well... <laughs> 
Uh, this town is crazy, by the way. This is a very small town that they did not even do a good enough job disguising that this is like a movie set. Did it give you vibes of the Lindsay Lohan movie we yes. watched? Yes, which also which also never gave real town. It always gave set. Yeah, totally. Like this is at a studio. Absolutely. This whole thing is filmed at a studio. But it's supposed to be Colorado. Well, there's parts of it that look like it's an NSYNC Christmas music video set. Oh, yeah, totally. Like it's unbelievable. This town is really snowy and shit. And kids are getting out of school for winter break. And we meet Charlie, who is our main boy. And this is a winter wonderland. They're having an extreme snowball fight. All these dipshit kids. This was crazy. <laughs> they had like catapults. This was, <laughs> yeah, this, this town takes snow so seriously. Well, there's a lot of snow. And yeah, this, this snowball fight was like, there was weaponry. Was there like was tunnels. There was um, shelters. This was like Game of Thrones, the snowball fight. <laughs> totally. This is like the White Wall. <laughs> we meet Rory, who's the bully. He's the head bully, and he's munching on a Slim Jim. Looks like a cigar. Classic bully casting. This guy was such a good bully. They they gave him the late 90s spiky hair. Yes. They gave him the ball chain collar. He had the wallet chain. He had those big goggles. This kid was outfitted to the nines. This was quintessential 1998 bully wear. That hair made me laugh because it was so specific of mm. that era. Just the spiky that's all really separate where it almost looks like someone drew triangles on top of their head. Like, yeah. <laughs> guys stopped doing that mm. after like 2000. We know he's the bully because besides how he looks, he also says, eat snow, little wieners. He says, eat snow, little wieners. <laughs> and he also calls someone a butthead at some point. There's a lot of butt There's a lot in this movie. <laughs> There's a lot of butt in this they movie. They say butt so many times because it's like, they must have been like, let's keep it PG. This yeah, this movie's rated PG, but I have to say I felt like they pushed it a few times. Oh yeah, we'll get to it. Anyway, so Rory the bully, it's not really a bully name, I got to say. No. Why it's was not. it named Kevin? Or like <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um Rory's a sensitive guy name. They're trying to make it a more modern name but they failed no but then the kid has charlie which was every child in the 90s in a movie had the name charlie yeah they were always charlie that's a cute name that's the kid in the santa claus's name i think really i think that's his name never saw it so rory confronts charlie frost he's like hey charlie frost what's up you little fucker yeah they have a beef. They have beef. We don't know why. But then Charlie gets him by pushing some snow in his face, and then that cause, causes Rory to slip on his butt, and everyone laughs. Once again, the child we're supposed to be rooting for is also a tactical expert. Yeah. <laughs> like in the snowball, he's like, here's what we do. We've got to distract them. <laughs> We gotta like surround them from the backside. Like we, it's just like this. Yeah, he's like, we gotta get the main target. You gotta kill the general. Yeah. Um, Charlie goes home, and we're treated to Hanson's rendition of "Merry Christmas, Baby." Yeah. Hanson was big 
at this time. This was their moment. This was their moment. They had two years. They had 97 and 98, and that was it. Yeah. And then they had like a comeback song in 2000. I always like when people like that, like bands like that have a comeback, and basically it's like they all just have different haircuts. That's what it was. They cut their hair. (laughs) They cut their hair. They had all cut their hair. And I got to say, I was never a Hanson fan, but their 2000, I call it a comeback song, like their 2000 haircut song. I think was their best single. Oh. So that's my cat. Mm. We see mom, mom tell Charlie at home, mom is played by Kelly Preston. She's like, your dad's driving home from Denver because he had a gig. Ugh. And that night, Jack Frost, the dad, returns home and he's flirting with his wife while she's shoveling snow. This is a very horny couple. Yes. So he pulls up and it's like they're kind of pretending to be strangers almost. They're doing role play yeah, in the front role, yard. A little PG role play. Um, the dad is like so excited to see his son that he wakes him up to say hi and it's snowing outside. He's like, let's go build a snowman. This dad is such a loser. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because it's like, he started irritating me from the get-go because it's like, poor Kelly Preston has to be the mom and do all this stuff. And this guy just comes home and he's like the fun dad. Right. And it's like, she's like, he's sleeping. I, he needs to get up. And it's like the dad's like, it's like, no, your lifestyle is not congruent with having a child <laughs> and you have to suffer from that. But nope, he's not going to suffer because he's the kid at heart. Ugh. So they go build a snowman together, and the dad tries to give the snowman a dick. And the son, see, like, this is what I'm saying. The son is like, no. Even the son is like, dad, that's immature. That's very immature, dad, please. He's about to put, like, a little stick he found in where the dick would go. Yeah. And the son's like, dad, please. That's an arm. (laughs) So (laughs) then they all have a family snowball fight. They also put the dad's hat on the snowman. His little pork pie hat. It's just said, he's like, it looks like you. It doesn't look like him at all. (laughs) It's like a snowman. It just looks like a snowman. No, this dad is exhausting me. And that's when we hear my favorite off-screen character in the movie, Mrs. Wilkins, the neighbor. She's like, shut the fuck up. I love her, and she miraculously disappears when there's actually some interesting shit going on right. in the front yard. Right. So I was like, where is she? <laughs> she should be seeing all of this. I would have loved to meet her. Me too. Face to face. We never actually see this woman, but she tells this family to shut the fuck up. Because presumably it's like 11 p.m. and they're having a snowball fight in the front yard. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Late and they're being really loud. Later, Jack tucks his son in bed, and they have a stupid, silly little chat. And the dad's like, I, I got you a gift. <laughs> I didn't work on my Michael Keaton before this, but he's like, hey, I got you a gift, son. It's a harmonica, and it's, it's really old. It's, it's my favorite harmonica, and I got it the morning you were born. And he's like, it's my best harmonica. It's magic. And, of course, I was like, of course, this guy, his wife gives birth and he immediately goes out to get a harmonica. <laughs> she probably was like, can you please get me some food? No. he goes, And he's like, ooh, look, harmonica. He comes back. He forgot to get the turkey sandwich. Yes. He's like, got a new harmonica. And she's like, why did I have kids with this guy? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was cute in the bar. It's he's fun, but this no. is going to be a lifetime of hell for me, isn't it? He totally forgot the turkey sandwich and oh got a harmonica God. instead. So that's this harmonica that he gives to Charlie, and Charlie thinks it's so fucking cool. And the dad tells him, Jack Frost tells Charlie, he's like, I gotta go to the studio tomorrow, bud. But I can maybe go to your hockey game after. Gotta get in that studio. We know that's not gonna happen. (laughs) We know that hockey game's not gonna happen, dad. Because this guy thinks he's a, he's like a fucking musician. He's gonna be too in the zone. To working out some riffs. To go to his son's (laughs) hockey game. No, he's gonna be burning that harmonica. Um, The... He tells Charlie as he leaves his room that the harmonica has magic powers. I can hear you play no matter where you are. It's like, well, you won't be there, yeah. will you, Dad? Because <laughs> you'll always be gone. Mom and Dad talk about Dad maybe getting a record deal, and this makes the mom really horny. And this was where I was like, oh, this is like... this. I don't think they do this in PG movies anymore. Like where the parents get a little horny. Yeah, they were like really sensual. Because I feel like PG doesn't even exist. It's like all PG-13 almost. Like PG I think is rare. Or G. Yeah, G I wonder too. What do you mean? Like Disney movies? But they even have sometimes they have like a little risque innuendo. No? Like a Pixar? You don't think that there are any rated G movies? I do. But I think some Disney probably are PG. Like, I think PG is the new G. Oh. And PG-13 is the new PG. (laughs) I mean, that is something that's interesting because I do feel like kids' movies when I was growing up and kids' movies also, like, from the 80s definitely treated kids, like, a little more adult. Like, the, the humor was a little more pushing it. I just think maybe it's the advent of the internet. I think kids have a little more sophisticated sense of humor that might be a little more um, innuendo. I thought that was always for the parents. I know, but it's still in the movie. The movie ratings aren't like, well, kids won't get it, so we can still make it G, right? But I'm talking about movies like Problem Child, which is ostensibly a children's movie, but he does some really fucked up shit in that movie. I don't know. The rating system is a lie. Yeah. Because it's based on bullshit. And who's in charge? Who's deciding? Anyway, um, but I also can't really say because I don't know when the last time I watched a PG or G movie that's like recent was. I don't know what. I, I don't know if I have. Right. I saw Moana. That was it. That's probably G. That was definitely G. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway... I just, I'm just saying, I don't think they're making kids any kids movies anymore where they're making testicle jokes. Are they? What testicle joke happened? At some point in the movie. The big balls? Yeah, he's like, oh, my balls. They're freezing. Is this movie, this movie's PG? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Because you'd think it would have been even uh, more strict back then. No, I'm not. Moana is PG, by the way. What? Why? Because it has like a volcano? It's not suitable for children under the age of eight. What? There's violent and scary scenes. I guess when the volcano gets mad. That's what I'm saying. I just think a lot of Lilo and Stitch is PG. 
and Canto is PG. I think, I think they, these movies are P, like the Disney movies now are kind of PG. But I don't think the content has changed. I think the rating system has changed where they're like, oh, kids can't handle stuff like they used to in the 80s and 90s. Really? Yes. I just think, like, yeah, maybe. Because Aladdin is G. Aladdin's rated G. And that's a horny guy in there. And she's wearing a sexy outfit in the movie. Yeah. Like when she's, I bet you a G movie is like Peppa Pig. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say is that I feel like kids... Like PG thirteen movies were a little more like because Moana is not risque at all. Maybe there's some moments of like fright with that volcano. I guess. I'm right into see, the show. I'm trying to see what like a recent G movie is. Finding Nemo, Land Before Time. These are G's. I don't know because that I feel like the Rescuers has some scary scenes when they're in the swamp. Yeah, <laughs> that's G. That would be PG now, I bet. Oh, absolutely, it would be PG now. That's I don't what know. I'm saying. Yeah. I think the rating system, like it's, they're not letting stuff by like they used Maybe. to. Maybe okay. Anyway, that's neither here nor there because the parents are getting horny because dad might have a record deal, and dad's like, I just need one hit song. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> Does he say he wants to snow blow her? Did he say that? There's something with a snowblow that I I didn't have time to like rewind it, and I didn't have my I didn't ha- that, I think at that point I put my captions on so I could see things. Right. I think he said he wanted to, he's going to snowblow her, which I thought was dirty. That's very dirty. Um, do you know what a snow job is? Or is sn- wait a snowball? Snowballing? Yeah, I do. Is that where you? have it come in your mouth and yeah. you spit it back or something? Yeah, you just like got you a big mouthful of cum. You transfer it to yeah, them. Yeah, you transfer it to them. I don't know. Not it's something to do with the mouthful of cum. It's transferring it though, I think. Yeah. I just know it's cum related. Of course. Anyway, the dad's hair is very bad. He needs to go back to the salon. It is like grown out bleach job. It doesn't, it's like patchy. I don't like this because I actually love Michael Keaton and I don't like seeing him play this pathetic loser. Yeah, I love Michael Keaton It makes me crazy because I'm like, no, he's cool. He would never do this. (laughs) He would never still be trying to do a blues band (laughs) because he's like, what? He's got to be like 40 in this movie, right? At least. Yeah. The next morning, mom is hanging Christmas lights with Mac. Mac is dad's best friend. And they're in the band together. He's from the Full Monty. Yeah. He's, he's Mark Addy. He's British. Um, they gotta have every Christmas movie has to have a hanging Christmas light scene. Every single where one. Where they're struggling. Yeah. It's like it's it's in the rule book. Dad's heading off to the studio as Charlie's practicing hockey in the front yard, and dad's like, let me teach you the J shot. Which, which I guess stands for J for Jack. Oh, just got that. Yeah. It's like, because <laughs> I guess dad played hockey when he was in school. And then there's a butt joke. Because the kid's like, but dad. And he's, he's like, like, but dad. Did you just call me a butt dad? What if I called you butt boy? I was like, don't call your son butt boy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that can get you in trouble. <laughs> um, dad leaves with Mac. At the hockey game... I, I I gasped because we see Henry Rollins. Henry <laughs> Rollins 
crushed this role. He was the best actor in this whole film. I actually... I actually thought to myself, he should have had a spinoff movie as the hockey coach. I wrote that. Because he, you could picture this guy as the lead in a kid's comedy, uh, that guy, that character. His storyline was the most compelling part of the whole movie. It was great seeing him, happy to see him show up every scene he was in. He has, he... He goes on an emotional journey in this film. Yes. We'll talk about the severe trauma he endures later. I know. That's why I wanted to follow his storyline. Mm. But Henry Rollins is the kids' hockey coach, and he is like a very aggressive coach. Yes. Pumping these kids up. But aggressive in, in a sort of not a horrible way. In a positive it's way. It's a positive way. He's yeah. not shaming the children. No, he's nice. Charlie has to face off against Rory. Even though they're like clearly way different uh, sizes and probably different age groups. <laughs> and why, if they go to the same school, why are they playing against each other? Well, this is probably a league, not oh. related to school, right? Like right. A- um, this scene of the hockey game is intercut with scenes from the studio and the Jack Frost band is playing an original song. This is like going to be their hit single. And they're feeling it. He's feeling it so hard. And then that's when we realize like, uh uh-oh, dad's missed the game. The game's over. Oh, yeah. He's like, he, it's, it's like six. Yeah. And he's, uh, he was supposed to be there at 430. So I like that he just barely missed it. (laughs) It wasn't like they were so in the throes of passionate music making that it was like 12 a.m. Right. No, he just, they, the passion just lasted long enough. But he does get home when it's dark and mom is mad. She's pissed. She's furious. She's like, you can fuck me over. (laughs) I'm not show up, ghost me, whatever, put me second. Not but my not child. your son. <laughs> yeah. Not your son. Dad goes into Charlie's room and Charlie's mad and he's made a fort. Yeah. Classic kid movie. The kid's yeah. upset. You go find them in a in pillow a fort. fort. They always make a fort when they're mad. <laughs> and they're in there pouting. Yeah. And he's pouting. And the dad's like, uh, I'm sorry, I'm such a flake, kid. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> And and he's like, are all musicians flaky at some point? And that's like, yes, yes, well, yes, goes, Charlie, just the drummers. Ah. <laughs> it's like, no, sir. <laughs> he, tries, he tries to make a joke. He's like, and Charlie like does not get the joke. And he's like, I got an idea. How about we go to the cabin? Like, I love that this family is supposed to be like poor or like just scraping by, but they have this gorgeous cabin. Yeah, that's like. Nicer than their house. Way nicer than their house. <laughs> it looks like a Thomas Kincaid painting. It is no, because they're very. Cl- I was actually thinking watching the movie. I was like, they did a great job of making this a very regular family house. Yeah, the decor is just like whatever. Like yeah. anything you things you've seen a million times. And yeah, this family does not have a vacation home. I'm sorry. They have like a cabin vacation home that's like pristine. And Dad wants to take. Charlie and mom to the cabin for Christmas. And then he'll teach him the J shot there at the cabin. Yeah. Because he didn't quite get it when he tried to teach it earlier. 
This is where I found out, at least, I might have missed it, that the coach's name is Coach Gronick. Yeah, it's Coach, it's Sid Gronick, <laughs> which is also a great name. <laughs> it's so good. So the next day, they're getting ready to leave for the cabin, but somebody calls Jack, and it's the record guy. Yes, right as they're literally, they're in the car, like packing up to go. And the go. phone rings inside, and he gets it, and he's like, I got to go to Aspen. <laughs> This is also so shady because it's like not even like an audition or anything. You're, it's like they're playing at the guy's party, his Christmas party in Aspen. This is so shady. Here's what the deal is. The record agent has asked the Jack Frost band to go to a party on Christmas Day. Christmas Day. On Christmas Day to play for free at this record executive party with two other bands and these bands are basically competing for a record deal. So he's getting free party entertainment. This is so shady. Yeah. And Jack Frost is like, "Eh, it's a music business. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And he's, he's just going to abandon his family for this. And Kelly Preston, the mom is so mad and he's that he like tries to figure out like, okay, maybe we can, Maybe we can work it out. Wait, because he's like, well, I can leave in the morning. I guess I'll miss Christmas morning, but I'll be back by night because I'm just going to play three songs. That's not good enough. Also, you're driving in the mountains in the snow to act like you could get stuck, right? Like this whole movie could have been avoided if they, the whole family realized it was probably wasn't safe to drive to this mountain cabin in these weather conditions. Or if the dad had just given up his dream. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't still pursuing this. <laughs> or if he did this as a side gig. Or maybe he earns enough money that this is a living, but that's what it is. You're a bar band. Like yeah. there is no record deal and like hit songs, you know? Or if there is, it's not at the expense of Christmas Day. Melon, be quiet. I swear to God. Anyway. Charlie and mom are pissed, and we see dad and Mac heading out to Aspen in a different car, and they're driving Mac's old-ass fucking car from the 70s. Yes. In the snowy mountains. It is snowing. It is mountainous. It is winding roads. Yeah. This is crazy. This car has car problems, too. No, they look like they're driving to the Overlook. Mm. It's like such windy those roads that have a cliff on the other side. Like, no, it's I those roads give me such bad vertigo. Mm. Um, I hate it. So they're also being followed by a red van which has the rest of the band members in it. And suddenly they all pull over, and this was I feel like a scene was cut or something. Yeah. Or some dialogue because all of a sudden they all pull over and they're like, All right, I guess we're not going to Aspen. And the guys are like, yay. I was like, so he made all these guys. <laughs> None of them have the dream. Clearly, it's just him. They, <laughs> right? <laughs> he made them pack up all their gear in this red van and drive up this perilous mountain. So Mac gives Jack Frost the keys to his car and is like, go, go drive to the cabin to be with your family. And by this time, it's dark and snowy out. Mm. And Jack Frost is like can barely see out of the win- window, the windshield, yeah. because like the window wipers, the windshield wipers are just like not working. And everything's very 
cloudy and frosty through the windshield. He should have pulled his ass over and like waited. This plan was so stupid. Like he doesn't even have like snow tires on his car or snow chains, whatever. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, of course he crashes. He gets into a horrible accident. He like goes over the guardrail and like plunges down a ravine. And this whole scene is like, what's going on? Because it stops. <laughs> because it like st- does like a freeze frame right as he's about to plunge over the cliff. Yeah. And then suddenly we cut to just a shot of the cabin at night. That's it. And they're like, yeah. So we're like, okay, they're waiting for him. They're waiting for him. And then we cut to one year later. And it's Christmas again. Let's take a quick break here, and we'll be right back. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals, and during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th, Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. So it's one year later, it's winter break again, and Charlie is sad. And that's when Rory, the bully, 
No personal growth this past year. No. Rory says, hey, you big butthead. And <laughs> this was honestly kind of funny. Rory's little henchman, he's like, you know, it's just not as funny anymore because his dad died. Not <laughs> fun to pick on him anymore since his dad died. <laughs> and it's like, that's very astute. It was very <laughs> astute. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. It's like, come back. Kid's been through enough. Like, yeah, it was been- funnier when he had a dad, the cool dad. Right. <laughs> and Char or Rory is like, well, it's time he gets over it. I don't even have a dad. That's like the character development we get. Right. Like this the insight into his character. He's he's dadless. Right. And that's it, why he's bad. That informs mm. his choices. Mac is going to hang out with Charlie tonight while mom shops. And Charlie's pissed off. And it's really sad because the mom comes home before she like goes back out to leave and they have like a cry together. And it's like very sad to me. Yeah, because she sees him angry shoveling. He's angrily shoveling snow. And they're like, I miss him. I miss him too. It was sad. This is when they have hot cocoa together. Yeah, they have marshmallows. And she does this deranged thing though. She, she I'm sorry. Dumped. Like this was out of control. <laughs> this was like, I get she was trying to be playful, but it was kind of a mess. She took it too far. She's like, you want one marshmallow, two, three, four. And then she literally dumps the whole bag <laughs> into his hot cocoa. And she's like, how about 500? And it just goes all over the place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he doesn't even laugh. No, he doesn't It's care. like, that was like not worth the effort, ma'am. That night, Charlie watches a family next door build a snowman. And he is devastated by this. And Mac falls asleep on the couch. They're... Mac also shows him this insane video (laughs) of his dad's hero, his blues hero. And I was like, is this a real person? I couldn't tell. It was because it looked so 70s. It was very bad. It was like someone's music video that was literally the lowest budget thing ever. But it was like the music was giving like Stevie Ray Vaughan vibes. I almost thought it was him, but I was like, it can't be. Yeah, it didn't look. I mean, I don't know. It looked like the guy was trying to look like him. But like, the video itself was so 70s. It was it was handmade. It was like home produced. And he's like, at least he had time for someone. That's what Charlie says. That's what Charlie says about this guy. Um, so Charlie goes outside and he builds his own snowman. And we get the longest fucking montage of him building a snowman to landslide. La- when landslide started, <laughs> I was like, this, this has got to be one of the first times they've used this <laughs> I'm like, now it's such a trope. But I was like, was it even back then a trope? Or was this like when it first started being used? I feel like, I feel like this is around the time when we just start, started to hear this song everywhere. Like it, yeah. re, it reemerged. It reemerged because obviously it's a much older song, but at some point it reemerged. And I was like, this has got to be one of the first times. I mean, that happens with older songs. All of a sudden, some old song will just become popular again because all of a sudden everyone's using it in their movie trailers or... And you're like, oh, this is a classic. It's like, but how come we didn't hear about it two years ago? 20 years ago. it was a classic. Ago. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's building this snowman in a very emotional way. And Charlie's crying. It's very sad. He gives the snowman his dad's hat and scarf. He pins a little Jack Frost band button on him. And he also gives the snowman Michael Keaton's eyebrows. Yeah, he does. Because he gets like (laughs) some pine, some Christmas tree, like fronds or whatever. Pine needles. Just like 
the little clip of it to make the um, eyebrow. Yeah. And I have to say, it looked like Michael Keaton's <laughs> eyebrows. It really did. He really got the shape right. It was a key to making this snowman look like his dad was nailing those eyebrows. And somehow he did it. That's what made him look like Michael Keaton more than anything else. And this is a big snowman. This is like a six foot tall snowman. I was exhausted. How did he I was do like, this? Do you know how much you had to roll <laughs> to get those big fucking balls? And then lifting them on top of each other? Look, I don't. I if I've made a snowman, it's been a really long time. I, I don't remember the process, but it seems like it would be long. I don't think I've ever made a snowman before. I feel like I had to have, but in my memory is it looked lame as hell. Or the snowman was like a foot tall. Right, because you think you're gonna make one that looks like you one you've seen on TV, and then when you start doing it, you're like, forget this. Yeah, this sucks. You just stick a fucking carrot in this ball. Yeah. Call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> No, this thing is like a professionally made snowman. And it's it's packed. It's super it's packed. It's super smooth and tightly packed. And rolled. Yes. It is like perfectly cylindrical or spherical yes. balls. Yes. It's very spherical. And he's he goes to bed and he's in his bedroom and he finds the harmonica. And he's playing it in his bedroom, and we see some like little magic dingle, dangle, twinkly lights go around the snowman. Yeah, it's like a snow swirl. It's with a pink little swirl. And sparkle. Yeah, it's a sparkly swirl going around the snowman. And it brings the snowman to life. And the snowman comes alive, and it is like some really funky early CGI. Yeah. He's like, I'm home. He says, it's Hey. Like, okay. Jack Torrance. <laughs> yeah, he said, hey, I'm home. Hey, Charlie, let me in. Let me in. He doesn't know he's a snowman yet. No, He's he like, where do you think you've been? He doesn't know he's a snowman. Charlie sees him in the window and starts screaming. And, and then the, the snowman mom, screams. And the mom doesn't even wake up. No, she's not there. Oh, right. It's just Matt. But Mac, what is Mac, he- he's conked out. So Mac must have been on like... Zonked on like he some took, kind of opiates. Yeah, he took like um, what's that thing called? The sleeping thing. He took Ambien. He took Ambien and vodka, <laughs> and he's like knocked out. Yeah, because he's like in his lazy boy. <laughs> he's so fat. This guy cannot hear anything. And Jack Frost, as a snowman, sees his reflection and is like, "What the fuck? I'm a snowman." That's gotta be shocking. Yeah, you don't want to see that. Then Chester the dog pees on him because you got to get a dog peeing joke. I feel like dog peeing jokes were hot. Yeah, to see the dog lift its leg. Yes, that specifically. <laughs> the dog has to lift his leg and pee on something that he is not an appropriate thing. Like it's not a fire hydrant. No, it's like a snooty old lady. <laughs> um, obviously the snowman. It's an indictment. Of the character of whoever the dog is peeing on. Right. Like at the end of the movie, like I bet Beethoven does that at some point. It's like the final straw. Yeah. It's like, and this is going to happen to you. That was You a, fell down a cliff. And you're now, all beaten up. The town hates you. And now a dog's going to walk over and piss on you. And then he's going to saunter <laughs> off wagging his little tail like he doesn't, like nothing <laughs> happened. Uh, that's a very classic 90s kids movie trope. Absolutely. So Chester the dog pees on him, and then Charlie's trying to wake Mac up. He's like, I'm being terrorized by a snowman. And Mac wakes up. He's like, no cranberries. <laughs> yeah, he, 
He said, <laughs> how long do you think it took them to brainstorm what inexplicable thing he says when he's waking up? They're like, it's got to be holiday related. Holiday related, but not related to what's going on right now. I think it would have been, I mean, I thought no cranberries was funny, but I think it would have been better for his character if he said, no Yorkshire pudding, because he's British. <laughs> um. Charlie, Jack is hollering for Charlie to let him in. And so Charlie barricades the door with like a bunch of chairs and with Mac in the lazy boy. He just moves everyone over. And then, and then Chester, the dog runs off. This dog is not well cared for in this family. This dog is a menace. The dog is a menace, but the dog also just like is always running around, like going places. I was like, why is that dog outside? It's, it's snowing. Cold. It's freaking cold. This is irresponsible. I, I feel like this movie should have definitely had a callback, though, to the dog pissing on something. Like he should have pissed on the bully? Maybe. Or the bully's uh, snowballs. Yeah. Like, or something. Like, because they didn't, they could have had the dog. I like I liked the dog taking the arm because it's a stick. Yeah. Peeing on the snowman. Right. Doing dog stuff. Yeah. I feel like we could have had more. Um, we could have had the dog humping something. Humping something. Also, they didn't do enough yellow snow jokes. Right. <laughs> I just didn't. feel like that was very 90s. <laughs> it was very 90s. <laughs> Why did people think yellow snow was so funny? I feel like it was like the first time people talked about it and people were like, yes, yellow snow. It was like one of those things where maybe we were too polite in the past and then it was a thing. It just became like such a dumb punchline. Yeah, I'm I was shocked there wasn't one yellow snow joke. Yeah. Um Jack then gets hit by a snowplow and somehow he doesn't fall apart into a million pieces. He is just perfectly intact. And he says he got the coldest wedgie. Yeah. I was like what went up your ass? No ass. <laughs> he doesn't have an ass. <laughs> what 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 happened? He gets pushed into a snowbank very violently, and finally his torso detaches because it was inexplicable that he didn't break apart as soon as that plow hit him. No, I don't know how the physics of this guy works. He puts himself back together, and then he goes in back into the front yard, and he's like, this is so embarrassing. I mean, that was true. Yeah. He, he clocked it. It is very embarrassing if you die and come back as a snowman, specifically. Especially if your name's Jack Frost. It's like, (laughs) it's a little too, come on. The only thing that would be worse to come back as around the holidays would be a gingerbread man, possibly. Oh my God. Just, just like debasing. The whole concept of this movie is dumb as hell. The mom, Gabby, returns home and she has a moment with the snowman who's now frozen in place because like Jack has to be inconspicuous. Right. So she's like, all rubbing up on him. She's like getting horny for the snowman. She's like adjusting his scarf, touching his cheek. She's it's like, like he- why are you doing this to a snowman? <laughs> period. Yeah, like out of context. I mean, it's weird, but like as far as she knows, this is just a snowman that her child built. And she's lovingly caressing it. And she's like, you gotta stay warm. Oh, here you go. Let me tighten up the scarf. And It's just like so weird. She's rubbing her pussy all over the snowman. He's getting all up on it. (laughs) It's fucking crazy. Um, and then Jack sighs like he just got a boner. Like he like yeah. He's like like as soon as she leaves, he's like oh my wife. (laughs) Wait, did he? (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. This happens in the next scene. (laughs) 
Um, Mac finally wakes up out of his ambient stupor. He's like, oh. and he's and Charlie tells him and his mom that the snowman outside is alive. And this is like the first point in this after this traumatic incident in this kid's life that either of them are considering that maybe their kid needs to get into some counseling, probably. Yeah. I don't think there's a single therapist in this town. No. I think that's what this movie is really about because we see it later with Henry Rollins. Yeah. Who is absolutely traumatized. This is this story is really about a town with no mental health services. That's what Shiver Fest is. Everyone's like shivering with trauma. Yeah. This <laughs> town untreated is, trauma. This is like a town of generational trauma yes. and no one's addressing it. Mm. Jack Frost is lurking. He's spying on the wife from the window and he's like, you look good. And now he's talking about how he's sad he never fixed the sink. Again, this is another project he probably said he was going to do. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like he probably snapped at her a few times when she was like, hey, you said you were going to, I said I would do it. The studio closes at six. I got to get there. And then he comes home tired and drunk. Yeah. He's too drunk to fucking fix the pipe. Um, and then he's like bemoaning the fact that he's a snowman. He's like, I just need a sign. And that's when Henry, he's like walking in the middle of the street in the Wait, town. This is crazy. Cause first of all, we see him crying, yeah. which is very creepy. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's just like some wetness yeah. rolling down his snow. And then it's like, I was like, why is he walk? Where did he get legs? Well, he's not, he's like sliding. He's scooting. He's scooting. <laughs> he's scooting. <laughs> but he's just Walking down Main Street in this in the town, town. <laughs> not worried that like, someone's going to see him. Is he? Does he just like? I'll just stop anytime someone comes and just be like, "The snowman's <laughs> just in the middle of the street." I guess. Okay. <laughs> Henry Rollins rolls up in his monster truck. He drives a monster truck for some reason. I know. I was so confused because I was like, "Is that a what is that called? A zamboni?" It looked like a zamboni. <laughs> it was like so I was like, "Is he just driving the zamboni?" It looked like he was driving a Henry Zabrowski, and he is sees this snowman, and Jack Frost is like, "Hey," because he knows him. He, he's yeah, like, he's like, "Hey, Gronick," or whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, and Henry Rollins starts freaking out. He's losing it because he just saw a snowman talking to him and he is screaming bloody murder and he backs up and he peels out of there and we just hear his scream go on for like a mile. No, he has a complete psychotic break. This changes him like irreparably. (laughs) His DNA is altered. (laughs) And Jack at this point says, I guess I just have to accept the fact that I'm a snowman. Yeah. He's like going through the stages of grief. Yes. (laughs) The next morning, Jack is outside the house and he's still like he's frozen in place. Yeah. He's trying not to be detective. And Charlie, who still doesn't know that this is his dad, go brings a hair dryer with a long extension cord out into the front yard. Where is the mother? This seems dangerous. This seems so dangerous. And he points the hair dryer and starts blowing it on the snowman. And Jack is like, hey, that's hot. I do think. This I like this uh, idea though. Yeah, like of course you threaten a snowman with a hair dryer, like it's a gun. Yeah, that's cute. And Charlie runs away screaming, and he runs into a snowball fight that's in progress. This town loves a snowball fight. They're constantly happening. They're happening. This town's crazy. Like 
we'll talk about this very soon, but are they literally, did they build this town on top of like a ski resort? I have no idea. Because there is like a full-blown double black diamond (laughs) that just is in the town, in their backyard. No, it's wild. He runs to this snowball fight. He sees a girl, I I think her name's Natalie. That's like his girlfriend. It's like his girl, but, but there's no... Sexual chemistry. No, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say she says maybe two words in the whole movie and they don't even hang out together at any point. They never hang out, but she defends him and sticks up for him. But they never even talk to each other. But she's like supposed to, they're supposed to be like, like to like have a friendship, but it's not clear. No, the only thing that makes us know that is the fact that she's always the one who's like, well... You know, let's give him a second chance or like whatever. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't go beyond that. No. She, Charlie, oh, I'm sorry. I said this girl, he doesn't do anything as she's being picked on. He just kind of stands there. Yeah. After this bitch has put her ass on the line for you. Before. No, he's like, I have enough problems. He's watching this girl get picked on by two older boys, by Rory and his henchmen. And that's when Jack scoots up and hurls a snowball at Rory and hits him in the face. And then Jack suddenly turns into like one of those baseball throwing pitching machines. Yes. And just starts hurling <laughs> snowballs like it's a machine gun. It's it's an insane pace that he's hurling these snowballs. No, and it looks painful. And nobody's like, hey, why is there a giant snowman throwing snowballs at us? The other hilarious thing is technically an adult male is is beating these kids up. Yeah. These, Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like if this was a if he was human form, people would be like, This is unacceptable. No, he's wrecking their <laughs> shit. He is fucking them up he's totally fucking them up but it's like he only gets away with it because he's a snowman (laughs) and then he's like oh i ran out of snow which is crazy because there's like snow everywhere (laughs) why did he say ran out of snow because i guess he had pre-prepared balls maybe i have no idea yeah there's snow literally everywhere sir so then charlie runs away and he runs up to the edge of a fucking cliff where the bullies are chasing after him. And then they knock him over the cliff with a snowball and he falls and he's hanging by a branch and Rory's like, ha sucks to be you. <laughs> this, like, this kid's about to die. I know this was outrageous. It was outrageous. But then suddenly Jack Frost is down below. I don't know how he got there and he's got a sled too. He's like, on his toboggan. He has a little wooden... <laughs> he's got like his little Nordic wooden toboggan. And that he fits on. He fits on it perfectly. And he turns it into a catapult and catapults himself up to the branch, grabs Charlie, and they fall down onto the sled together. And he's like, good, good thing I have a big ass. <laughs> Whatever he said. And once he said that, all I could think about was that big ass ball like that that was his ass (laughs) (laughs) i was like i didn't even think of it that way it's his ass and now i can't stop thinking about it because you sir you do have a big ass he has a big dump truck ass no it's the biggest um they ride off on the sled together but the bullies continue continue their pursuit 
and they're on snowboards. Where did they get these? <laughs> they're on snowboards, and they're all going down like it's a- like Tony Hawk. It's crazy. <laughs> like not that he snowboards. No, but, but it's it, like that level. They're like a little troop of snowboarders doing tricks and shit. It looks like the fucking X Games. Yeah. They're like extreme snowboarding, like jumping over shit, going through drain pipes, zigzagging it, with each other. Like that's what I'm saying. Do they live on top of like a ski slope? Like this looks like a this looks like fucking Lake Tahoe when you go skiing. Right. It's crazy. Um, they're going down a black diamond. There's a big boulder snowball that Charlie and Jack just barely miss, but it does get some other kid who looks dead when it gets him. Yeah, you can't slam into that. Dude, that kid was dead. <laughs> kid that did get it. Like people, like Sonny Bono died slamming into a tree. No, this you're kid, not you're gonna die in a big slamming into a huge boulder. Come on. This kid is gone. No, and they just keep on keep on trucking. <laughs> Leave him on. <laughs> Rory's still on their tail, and they nearly hit a tree. But at the last minute, Jack Frost splits their sled in half, like down the middle. Oh, like, yeah, and he's like a sliver. Wait, is both, that when he's a sliver? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, because he like squeezes through the trees. <laughs> and then he's like super he's, uh, thin. He's like, oh, I lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> he also gets decapitated at some point too, right? Like he does his get, head pops off and he like holds it up and puts it back down or something. So fucking dumb. Uh, Jack, yeah, he's just making dumb little quips as him and his son. This is very Arnold Schwarzenegger when he plays uh, Dr. Freeze in Batman it's, Return. Like, it's exactly that. Because he's always making these little frosty and snow in, freezing kind of themed In puns. Batman and Robin. Yeah, Batman and Robin. Ice to see you. <laughs> yeah, it's just like all that kind of stuff. My favorite is when he says, okay, everybody chill. <laughs> that, that would be a fun movie to recap. <laughs> I love Batman and Robin. I like it too. And I'm glad. But it's very funny. And I'm glad that it's gotten a reappraisal because that movie was hated so much, but I feel like it was bitter, annoying Gen Xers who hated it and couldn't see it for the camp value that it has. Yes. Sometimes you have to um, reframe what you're expecting. It's a Joel Schumacher film. It's going to be a little corny and it's going to be incredible. Right. It doesn't have to fit with the other ones. It's not the Tim Burton Batman. No. It's not the Christopher Nolan Batman. No. Nope. We should recap it so I can defend it. Yes. Anyway. Um, they're fucking riding down this mountain. This is the longest like segment. It's so long. And Rory finally eats shit. And he's like, ah. And then... I don't know where the fuck they are. They're in some winter wonderland. They're still tobogganing. But they're so far away from their house. Like, how are they going to get home? Also, why are they still... They're not going downhill and they're still moving. They need a snowmobile to get home. But they're celebrating Rory's demise. Yeah. This segment was so dumb when he's like, you the man. No, you the man. No, I'm the snowman. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was so dumb. And then Charlie's like, wait a minute. You say you're my dad, prove it. And he's like asking him questions only his dad would know, but he's still not buying it. And then he suddenly buys it when he's like, come on, Charlie boy. He's like, wait, my dad calls me Charlie boy. First of all, 
you're talking to a living snowman. <laughs> Why don't you believe it's your possibly your dad? Like you're already accepting a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Who is this guy? Why is that? <laughs> Why is that the hard thing to believe? Like, once you accept the snowman is real, <laughs> I don't feel like it's too far of a stretch to be like, well, I guess it is my dad, because what other person wants to hang out with me? That's a bridge too fucking far, Desi. <laughs> That's a bridge too far. Um, also, they hug, and then Jack's like, let's go home. I'm hungry. And they're, like, rifling through the freezer. This kid's such an idiot. He's like, you want some frozen snow peas? Like, that's what a snowman eats is frozen food, right? I mean, is that the logic? <laughs> Mom comes home and the house is fucking a mess and all the windows are open because he's trying to keep it cold inside for the snowman. Right. And why do I get the feeling that the dad was this way when he was alive as well? Well, the dad was constantly, like, leaving doors open. Making a mess in the making kitchen. Making a mess and not cleaning it up. Being like, do we have any pots? And the wife's like, yeah, I cook you fucking dinner every night. You don't yeah. know where the pots... Of course you don't know where the pots are. And they, like, cooked something, like, an egg in, like, a huge, massive stock pot yes. or something. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And they... <laughs> And then, like, when the wife scolded him for cooking and or was like, why would you make this is for soup? Fine. A kid gets a kid do anything right. And then she's like, this is where we cook the eggs. And she hands him a nonstick skillet. So then the next time he makes eggs, he uses the nonstick skillet. But he uses, like, the sharpest fucking fork to, like, flip the, scramble the eggs. And it scratches the whole yes. fucking thing up. Yeah. It's, like, it's aggressively ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> That's this dad. Um, mom comes home, and then so Jack Frost has to hide in the pantry, and she's like, what's going on? And somehow Jack makes it back outside. Okay, this is like a trope that I can't stand, because he's like hiding in a pantry or something, and I hate when people are hiding, and someone they open it up to grab something, and the person hands them. Yes, I know. And they don't look, but they just take the broom or whatever it is. Yeah. That's like a thing that happens in many movies and I hate it. You, you would notice that so fucking easily. You would never like, that's not something you wouldn't notice. You don't open it and you put your hand in it and someone hands you a broom and then you take it and, and he's you like, don't question it. I got away with it. Like, no, that's what he's doing. This mom's a dumbass. I gotta say. She's really ignoring a lot of signs. Ding Dong Burgers, that's the commercial that appears on the TV. Oh. That night, Charlie's watching TV, and Jack is outside watching from the window. He's, like, trying to watch TV through the window. And we see Henry, this was a great callback, because we see Henry Rollins on TV talking to a news reporter, and he's like, I swear to God, man, the snowman, (laughs) it was talking to me. (laughs) I'm not crazy. I like the news is interviewing him. <laughs> local man. Did local man see a snowman? Like, you can yeah, picture that. Yes, with the question mark. <laughs> Did, w- were we snowed by the local man claiming to yeah. see a snowman? And then you cut to his interview. Yeah, and, and he's, he's like, like, I swear it was real. I saw the snowman. I'm the, very traumatized. The Chiron is claims to have seen snowman. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, I love that callback. Mom then is like notices that Jack Frost is like looking in the window and she's like, why is the snowman facing the window now? 
It's creepy. It's very creepy. Because <laughs> it is it is true. Like, why? Why is he creeping? Why is he this way now? And the son is like, I turned him. And she's like, okay. But why? <laughs> then he informs his mom that he quit the hockey team. So that's serious. It's very serious. Again, get this child in therapy. No, she's going to have him have a man-to-man talk with Matt. Matt. <laughs> that's way more effective. The next day, Charlie's like, Dad, you can't hang out with me. You're a snowman. Like, because the dad wants to like go to town. He yeah, wants you're to, like, embarrassing me, Dad. <laughs> you're a snowman. My dad's a snowman. <laughs> this is worse than my dad was in a bar band. Absolutely. He he's like, the dad's like, I got a solution. Why don't you just wheel me into town on this sleigh that we have? No one would ever wheel a snowman around. Like, it's insane. <laughs> this isn't something that happens. No. Also, not even in this town. Why does this family have this, like, perfect Santa replica sn- sleigh? I have no idea. But he's wheeling him around town on this sleigh. Which is, like, also seems kind of heavy. It looked so heavy. Um, Natalie, the girl, the little girl that's, like, allegedly friends with Charlie, and his mom both see... Charlie dragging a snowman or through town with the sleigh and no one's intervened to get this child psychological help yet. Also, why is the mom hanging out with Natalie? I have no idea. Because <laughs> they're just together. They're just hanging in out. Town. Okay. Um, mom is like, that's it. Mac, you need to talk to Charlie. Wait, because he works at the hardware store and I guess she works next door. She's like at the bank. Yeah. Um, so Charlie, but Charlie and dad like are in some magical fairyland in the woods that looks like a... This looks like the music video set. Yeah, they... This is like in um, Frozen 3. Yes. Where, <laughs> like Elsa's this, lair or this something. This is not a real place. This place does not exist. It only exists in, in Frozen. No, because... So basically what they were doing was going through town to get to this lair, I guess, which is right outside of town. This town has everything. Yeah. Except for a therapist. Everything. They're hanging out and Charlie, they're having a talk and Jack is like, ah, let's work on the J shot. Let me teach you the J shot. They think we care about this and we do not. And the snowman is just like sliding around because they're like kind of like there's like a little icy patch. A perfectly frozen pond. A perfect okay. in this little lair. So they're using a branch as a hockey stick. And Jack is like, really wants his kid to play hockey. And then they start bickering. They're like back at the house at this point. Yeah. They start bickering. And the mom sees that her son is outside arguing with a snowman. Because Jack's not like moving. No, he's just completely still. and And the kid is like, throwing his arms around. <laughs> like, I think the best ending to this movie would have been that we find out the whole time that like the dad never came back to life. And the whole time we see like the flashbacks of like, no, he was just talking to a, like a snowman. Yeah. That would have been a creepy ending. That's how I would have ended mm. this film. Mac and Charlie go to Shiverfest, which is the local town square winter festival generic winter festival where there's like a snowman building contest that really upsets charlie because it's like a father-son build <laughs> it's like they couldn't make it more yeah like tailored but what i thought was interesting too was like mac really was staring at it a long time too 
It's like, what's going on in his interior monologue? Some he of, was just looking at it too, really like wistfully. Some of the adult characters in this film have way more like interesting lives than everyone else. Oh, totally. Like Mac and Henry Rollins. Yeah, I was like, what's Mac's deal? No, he's like really sad. And he says he doesn't play music anymore because he lost his groove. Yeah. And he's like, I, your dad is the only reason I played music. I kind of kept thinking he was going to get together with Kelly Preston. I did too. I kind of sensed some chemistry between them. Me too. Because they even had it when they were hanging the Christmas lights. Why didn't they fuck? Do you think they fucked? I think they need to get together. Yeah. The next day we hear the the weather report and we learn that it's going to be unseasonably warm. The weather guy's like, it's going to be 70 degrees today. We're like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. Which is very alarming because so far... Just based on like what it looks like in this town, it's been like under 30 degrees, yes, every day. And he's like, It's gonna be a hot day tomorrow, yeah. Um, snow has melted in the front yard by then, and Charlie says hi to his snowman, snowman dad in the front yard, right as coach Henry Rollins pulls up with all of Charlie's teammates from the hockey team, and they're all pissed at him. And one of his teammates is the youngest Lawrence brother. Oh, right. Yes. (laughs) I don't remember that one's name. There was Joey, Matthew. Matthew. Who was the young one? Fuck, it's killing me. Daryl? What was his name? Daryl. What was that little shit's name? Danny? Wait, Lawrence brothers. Oh, damn. Why is it killing me? Joey, Matthew. I feel like it was... No, Joey's the oldest. Joey, Joey, Matthew. Matthew. Okay, wait. Matthew Lawrence is the middle child. Andrew. It was Andrew Andrew Lawrence. I I never would have guessed that. I think he went by Andy. Andy Lawrence? I think he went by Andy Hmm. back then. He's the youngest. Okay. Well... He has that look, though. He like the Lawrence gene is strong. It's very strong. Um, wow. Wanna feel old? Joey Lawrence is forty seven. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um so these kids all see their friend talking to a snowman and they're like, What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, the whole the whole car is jack like full of people mocking him. And the coat. Like, why'd they even pull over? They pulled over to mock Charlie because they saw him talking to And there's to like 10 man. kids in this car. There's, dude, this, <laughs> this car is packed. And Henry Rollins is like, um, I don't want to hear any mention of snowmen in this car because he's so traumatized. <laughs> it's like, you brought it up, sir. But he's so upset. He's so traumatized. But he pulls over. Right by a snowman. I feel like he was trying to face his fears, and, Maybe. Then, he, and then he realized it was he wasn't ready yet. No, he was not. He's furious. Um, but they agree to let Charlie back on the team, even though he's a weirdo. Yeah. And then before he gets in the car, Jack like tries to give him some last minute dad advice. He's like, "Hit the J shot today." Yeah. <laughs> but Dad feels woozy in the hot sun as the day goes on. He's like, melting his ass off. He's sweating. <laughs> and he's talking to the dog. Yeah. Like, that's how delirious he is. And he's like, I, I, need, I need your help, Chester, to get me to the game. Right, because I guess he can no longer slide. 
Yeah, why? Well, I think he has a few issues. He's weak, so mm. he doesn't have the slide like power. that power. And I think also if there's a patch of non-snow, he can't, he can't go past it. I think you're right. So the dog, he rigs the dog up to a sleigh. That and this, very, is, this is sad. No, this is a tiny dog. It's worse than when the Grinch gets... <laughs> that that dog. dog. It's it like is. worse than that. It's worse than that. This dog, Chester, did not ask to be a part of this. There's no way in hell he can pull anything. And the, the snowman dad is mocking Chester. He's like, oh, where's a husky when you need it? And this, this guy's dog, like, I'm trying, This dog sir. does not ask to be a part of your delusions. <laughs> no. Um, he's making this dog haul his ass on this. The sleigh probably weighs like 200 pounds. And it's like without the, with the less snow, it's even harder to pull. And the snowman probably weighs like 400 pounds. This is crazy. So this poor little tiny dog has to drag these two things all the way to the game. Should have gotten a ride with Henry Rollins. Absolutely. Should have just like held on to the he back. He should have held on to the back and like, Skid. Slitted. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> slid slitted. Like, <laughs> um, Jack's sweating. And then they get to the like the school or the stadium, one of the ice rink. Uh-huh. They get to the rink, and Jack realizes he's got to cross some hot asphalt because that's how hot it is now. The right. asphalt's hot. And there's no snow to get past it. And he's sliding across this asphalt, and there's snow just like getting everywhere. But he makes it into the arena and watches the game. He's finally went to one of his son's games. Finally. <laughs> it took him being dead and in the form of a mm. snowman, but he made it. And Charlie makes the J shot. We all knew it was coming. We all knew it was coming. And like they win the game. And so after the game, Charlie and the dad talk. And he's not doing so well. He looks like shit. And Charlie's like, we need to get you someplace cold, dad. What's cold? And then the son just takes off. He doesn't, he's like, hold on. And he just yeah. starts running all over town and he runs to his mom's work at the bank. Now, this is the um, role I would like in a movie. He runs to the bank and runs up to the mom's window, and an old bitch online goes, No cutting. Yeah. <laughs> I love and her. Then, and then once he's talking to the mom, they cut back to her and she's making a sour face. That woman was a John Waters character. She was amazing. No cutting. No cu- <laughs> cutting. <laughs> She's furious. You remember no cut, like no cuts, no butt, like no, no cuts, no butts, no candy nuts or something. Coconuts, coconuts. Yeah, like cutting was a major high crime. It was a as very a child. serious <laughs> issue. If you cut someone in line, you get cut. Um, this child is running into his mom's work, screaming that the snowman is melting, and the mom's like, "Yeah, snowman melt. It's just a snowman." She's like, "No, you don't understand. Dad is the snowman." Yeah. At no point does this mother think maybe now is the time to get my son into therapy. No, she's like, this has gone too far. She, no, she doesn't think nope. it's gone far enough. She's just like, honey, your dad's not the snowman. So he runs away again, and then she immediately just like leaves her job and starts running after her son, but they go in like opposite directions. Yeah. I don't know where she, she like goes home. And Jack is like fucked up and melted looking. So Charlie finds a dolly and Wheels him away on a dolly. Yeah. And then mom back at the house tells Mac that Charlie's run away with the snowman. Back in town, it's Rory and he wants to fight. 
because he just lost the hockey game to Charlie. Yeah. And Charlie's like, not right now. My dad's melting. Yeah. I'm not in the mood for your shit now. I can't do it. Um, and then Rory says, I don't know what's more stupider, you or that snowman. And then the snowman, Jack Frost, he's like, did you just say stupider? He's like, I will take a kid down. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and Rory's like, oh my God, that snowman can talk. He's like, I knew it. I knew that snowman. I saw the snowman. Right, because he saw him bust their asses with those snowballs. Like, I knew that thing was alive. Yeah. And Charlie's like, we need your help. So he helps him hoist his dad, the snowman, onto the back of a truck that's like going up into the mountains. And Rory says, snow dad's better than no dad. <sighs> He's still holding on to that. I feel bad for Rory. Yeah. Um, Charlie takes off with Jack Frost on the back of this truck. They don't know who's driving this truck. They don't know how far it's going up. It's just going up to the mountains. Right. And that's where he thinks like, this is where it's going to be cold. So you won't melt. Yeah. Um, oh look, it, they're going on the same road where his dad died. Yeah. Meanwhile, back at the house, the mom is filing a police report. And I think this probably was like the only genuinely funny part of the movie. Oh. The cop taking this very seriously. The cop was taking this so seriously and he was like, this cop was such a dumbass. The mom was like, my son, he's with the snowman. And the cop is like, can you describe what the snowman looked like? He's like, I don't know. Like what it's, he's, he, if you see a child with a snowman, like that's my son. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> and, the, and the cop is like very serious. He's like, no, we need to know yeah. what the snowman looks like. And she's like, I don't know. He's like six well, feet tall, 400 pounds. Um, he ha he has a, no, she doesn't say that. She's like, he's, he's, he's white. And he's like, Caucasian, okay. And then she's like, <laughs> he's like six feet tall. And he goes, how much does he weigh? Like 400, 500 pounds. I just think this actor's yeah. performance, like... It was very understated. For such a small role, he really did, he really did a good job. Yes. Um, anyway, but Jack Frost and his son are roaring up a mountain on a truck. And it is nighttime by the time they just both jump off this moving truck. They jump off the truck while it's still moving and they go sliding down a snowbank. Yeah. And that's when Jack Frost says, My balls are freezing. <laughs> they get to the cabin and they're inside the cabin, and Charlie's asleep on the couch, and Jack Frost is tucking him in. And then Jack calls the mom. And she's like, he's like, hey, just want to let you know Charlie's safe. He sounds like a kidnapper. Yeah, his voice is like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, who are you? Who, who is this? Where's my son? And he just hangs up. And she goes, Jack? Yeah. Um, the next morning, it's Christmas. And Jack Frost is still alive. And he's like, it's the best Christmas ever. And Charlie's like, you know, I played the harmonica and that's how you came back to life. <laughs> <laughs> like he hadn't figured that out yet. That's when mom pulls up in her Jeep Laredo and it gets stuck in the snow. Did you see how stuck that thing yeah. was? She just drives right into like fresh powder. Right, because she's like up above them. 
when she pulls in or something. I mean, there's maybe a little bit of like a slope, but she just like plows right into this like snow. Um, she, Charlie hugs the snowman and mom's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't believe you. And that's when the snowman says to the mom, Gab, because her name's Gabby. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Gab. And she's like, oh my God, Jack. And then he turns into an apparition of Michael Keaton. With like super blonde hair. He's got real blonde hair and he's got little swirly sparklies around him. It's like an angel. He's like, yeah, he's like a ghost angel. And then he sings a song to the mom and she's crying. We're all crying. He says goodbye and then he takes off in a flurry of snow. I mean, she's kicking herself. Because she's like, I could have fucked the snowman. (laughs) All this time, if I believed, I could have been riding high. Riding that. (laughs) Sitting on that carrot. Sitting on that (laughs) carrot. Um, Later, we get like the closing montage that's just very short and feels like it was just stuck in there. Yeah, it's like everyone, Mac is playing music again. It's just like a shot of Mac playing music. And then we see a shot of um, mom wearing a suede maxi skirt. And Mm. then Charlie's playing with some friends in the front yard. And that's it. I know it's like all they needed to move forward was one more experience with the dad, I guess. Like they didn't, yeah. he doesn't even offer any closure. No, really. he's just like, I gotta go. And he doesn't say why he has to go. Or he did, here's the problem with this movie he didn't have like a thing he was trying to accomplish with his return. Necessarily, I mean, I guess he went to the game, but it wasn't solid. Like, and here's how I have to make things better for my wife so she can move on as well. And my kid. He also didn't see the whole game. He only got like the last half of it. Once again, (laughs) that's an improvement for him, right? It's true. He's like, I've done my part here. (laughs) At least he had an excuse this time. (laughs) He's a snowman. (laughs) He's a snowman and the dog was too weak to pull him. Um, Very weird movie. I can't believe this movie was greenlit. Like, it's wild. Because it's really dark, too. Like, the premise of it is dark and sad. It is sad because it's supposed to be a heartwarming holiday film. But and it it's didn't like, make me feel good. It made no, me feel sad. It's really sad. Uh, this but, guy dies. <laughs> like, the dad dies. And even he's not a snowman. We don't, he doesn't just stay as a snowman forever. He leaves again. Yeah. Like, why can't he just be a snowman every year and come back at Christmas? That would have been cool as if he said, every Christmas I'm going to come back and just spend the you holidays with you blow guys. this harmonica. <laughs> also, I'm sorry. This is a continuity thing. Huh. Because remember before when the dad's like, I'm going to go do this gig at Christmas and the son gave him the harmonica back and he's yes. like, take this because yes. I don't want it anymore. Yes. How did the son get the harmonica back? It was in the dad's car when he died, and they're like, who's harmonica? You want this? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. But maybe the dad didn't take it. Did maybe. he take it? He took Because he gave it to him before the gig. I know, but the kid gave it back to him. That's and what I'm we saying. don't say here, put this in the that's car. That's what I'm saying. He, yeah. gave the, he gave the dad back the harmonica. Right. So how did he get it back? Was it found in the wreckage? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and it still works. Here's what I want to know. Why didn't the dad say, I'm going to come back every winter as a snowman, and in the summertime, if you build a scarecrow, I'll come back as a scarecrow? Ooh. 
Yeah. Or he could have like for each season he could why, have like why a Why does theme. he have to be a snowman? He could be a scarecrow. Why can't he, he be He could be anything? a scarecrow year round. Or the harmonica just puts him into whatever. Whatever's the seasonal body. <laughs> Nutcracker. Uh, the bunny rabbit. <laughs> like yeah. a, an Easter bunny. He always has to be seasonal. Yeah. Like <laughs> Halloween, he's the scarecrow. Um, summertime, he's like, I don't know, what's the summertime? Like a pool raft. <laughs> He's a pool raft. In February, he's a Cupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's a summer thing? A pool raft. I guess. I think that's like his least favorite he's because like he a, has to be, he can, he's he can't like get the, around. He can only get around in water. He's like the unicorn. You know, those the big fat unicorn that people have yeah. on their phone? Yeah. yeah, he's that. But that's like his hardest season because it's more, he can only get around in bodies of water. Yeah, and it would look weird if the kid was pulling him around through town. <laughs> or if the mom was humping it. <laughs> the mom was caressing it. <laughs> she could you. lie on him. She could lie on him. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, we have ideas for seasonal Jack Frost. Absolutely. Jack Frost summer vacation. Okay, well, that was fun. I never saw it before. Me either. And I'm sure um, some of our listeners probably watched it in their childhood and thought it was great. Yeah. I mean, that's it's definitely made for kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely a movie. Yes, for sure. Well, we will see you later. We hope you have a wonderful holiday. And if you would like more holiday episodes, we have some up on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Go get them. Uh, that'll be a link in the show notes if you would like to subscribe. Bye. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.